Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight we have a very interesting topic, like we do every night here on the Pleasure Zone, because I wouldn't keep choosing it if the topics weren't fun and interesting to me. I don't know about you. And plus, I was just talking to my friend Rhonda, so if I randomly come up with a Texan accent, it's her. I'm being influenced tonight. I'm probably having half this show come out of her brain. Thank you, Rhonda, for your contribution and your accent whenever it shows up. So... um I wonder what is this what would this show like to say today? I'm really curious. Um for one thing, I'm really curious about bodies and it's actually something that I have I guess only become aware that I was curious about um probably in the last 20 years. I was always curious about energy. I was always curious about things unseen, unheard. Um I was always curious about those mystical mythical, all that kind of stuff. Always curious about that. And I guess it it was a while into it that I realized, holy cow, I have a body. Oh my God, I have a body. I'm not just this energy light fluffy being floating around the planet. I have a body. So um, once I had that revelation, and I think it was actually after the fact that I actually gave birth, I don't know, it was pretty late for me that I acknowledge that I have a body, um, you know, in theory, I had it. Like, I was like, yes, this is a body. There's anatomy. Um, I got a lot of that. I got that there was, you know, that not only do we have anatomy, uh, I could logically look at other bodies and go, that's a body, you know. And even something about that kind of was, like, elusive, very elusive and strange to me. And so... Um, truly, for me, acknowledging the fact that I even had one was amazing. Um, and the fact that it speaks to me is, like, mind-blowing at times. <laughs> so, like, right before this show, my body was so brilliant. It was like, I have to go pee. I have to go pee. I have to. And I was like, oh, right, you have to go pee. And honest to God, most of my life, including my adult life, I would will my body into anything because I wasn't having a communion with my body. I wasn't having, I wasn't creating the kind of playful, fun relationship that I'm choosing to create now. I was creating like controlling bitch versus the body relationship. So controlling bitch, that would be me, uh, would be like, hey, body, I don't want to go pee right now. So forget it. Stop it. I'm not doing pee. No. And I could literally hold on to pee for... Oh, I remember once when I was like eight years old, I held on to my pee for like six hours, um, just absolutely determined to not have anybody else be right when they would go, 
do you need to go to the bathroom? You look like you need to go to the bathroom. And all I wanted to do was tell everybody to screw off. Why should they know more about my body than I do? And I watched my daughter do the same thing, which is hilarious. So I was like in total, total denial that, you know, pee was even like a thing that you could do and that some other person would know that I had to go pee. No, so I sat there. I sat there and we were camping and I sat there on a rock uh, with Algonquin Park in Ontario, Canada. And I sat there on this rock as my aunt and my uncles and my cousins my parents weren't there. I was with my aunt and my un- my two uncles and my cousins. And um, they were like cooking dinner by a fire. And and the lights are going down and my aunt's like, hey, um, last call for the outhouse. I'll walk you guys off to the bathroom with the, the flashlight so you can see everything. And I was like, nope, not going. I had to go at that point, but there was no way I was going because she told me I needed to go and that wasn't going to happen. Had she said to me, go pee your pants, I would have been like, screw you, I'm going to the bathroom. But, man, I don't know what it was. Everything had to be, like, a re- rejected and refused and fighted. And it's like, you're not telling me what to do and how to live and what. I was so mad. So I held on, held on, held on, till, till literally, like, past the last second so after it was past the last second off i get off the rock and i'm dying and crying inside and my body is screaming go to the bathroom my body's been screaming at me for like six hours go to the bathroom go to the bathroom and i wouldn't do it i just there was no way i was going to that bathroom um and i didn't want to listen to other people i didn't want to listen to my own body i was no way it was my mind versus the universe and so up I get, and, and I'm wearing these, like, super tight 1980s jeans, um, you know, and I'm trying to hold a flashlight, and I'm in grade two, I'm eight years old, and I also go into the woods, and, and you know, my pants are too freaking tight, and I'm in this stinking outhouse, it smells like something died in it, and I'm trying to, like, hold the flashlight, and my aunt's like, don't put the flashlight down, it's dirty in there, but yet I'm supposed to go to the bathroom, and anyway... Long story short, I pee my pants. I pee them. I pee them like a professional. Not just a little bit while, you know, you're trying to get your pants off. I floodgate my pants. And they happen to be the only... I had two pairs of pants growing up. They happened to be one of them. I didn't have the other pair on me. And this was only day two of day four of a camping trip. So what did I do? I went to bed that night right away after these pee pants came to be pee pants, I took them off and I shoved them under my pillow because there was no way anybody was going to know that I missed the toilet and that they were right. Fuck that. There was no way anybody was going to know that they were more right about my body than I was. And I was going to bed and I was even going to sleep on my pee whether I didn't care who knew. didn't matter. So here I am waking out and the smell's getting pretty bad. And my uncle's like, why does this tent smell so bad? And I'm like, well, I don't know why this tent smells so bad. (laughs) Man, I just would like lie like a crazy person. I don't know what you're talking about. This tent doesn't smell bad. 
And then so two days later, you know, the pants are a little damp at this point. I'm almost willing to go swimming in one of the lakes in in, um, Algonquin Park, and it's freaking cold. It is like even in August when the water should warm up, it's cold. It is like ice cold. And I almost debated going in there with my pants on just to kind of like rinse off the stink, but I couldn't bear the cold. So... You know, day four, wearing these pee pants. We're driving home in a station wagon back in the day. And this is a five-hour drive from Algonquin to my grandparents' cottage. And the whole, I mean, we all stink. I guess this was like a normal thing that we would all stink really, really bad. And so my grandma was like asking to do all the laundry. So we get everything lined up. And my grandma goes, wow. You peed your pants. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and my grandma's like, yeah, you did. Smell your pants. I'm like, no, that's not pee. Somebody peed them on me. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on there. Man, I lied about that. Like, nobody could lie about that. Man, I made some shit up. And I lied to myself. The whole point of that crazy little story was both to let you know how stubborn I am and two, super liar, yep, and and three to go wow i was i was so determined to be right and so determined to not have anybody else be smarter than me that i wasn't willing to even listen to my body and not willing to listen to other people's bodies telling my body what's going on no i was in total denial and you know what i know i'm not the only person that's like that. I know I'm not the only stubborn liar out there. And you might have done it as a kid and you might have done it recently, you know. No, I didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about, you know. How many times do we do that? And so what this show is about, your kitten pussy, we'll just say pussy just once or twice, never lies. And how do we know? Because the title, for one, you might have thought in the title because the title has asterisks in place of the S. You might have thought it was putty. But this show's actually not about putty. Uh, so it is about pussy. Okay, now we're really clear. And it never lies. You know, our bodies in general never lie. If your body is like, I'd like to go pee, chances are you'd probably like to go pee. You know, you can check. You might be really super aware and it might be somebody else's body requiring going pee. But for the most part, your body probably requires something. So your body does not lie to you. Your body will give you information constantly, constantly, constantly. It's like it's on. It's it's like a radio station that you turn on and you never turn it off, and it's constantly emitting information all the time, different frequencies, different sounds, different songs. It's telling you stuff all the time. Uh, like right now, I'm burping. My body's so smart and cool. So if you, you know, if you truly listen to your body, it's going to tell you all kinds of things, not just about your crotch. It could tell you things about anything. For example, um, maybe there's something going on. um, Well, this week I had a very interesting experience. I had like a week where my skin had created some very, very intriguing um, lumps all over it. I don't know how else to describe it. It was not sexy, I'll tell you that much. Um, And it was interesting to me what was required. 
for it. So part of what my body required was space, a lot of space, like things were getting under my skin. No kidding. Um, in such a way that this rash was coming out and it was freaking itchy, man. And it wasn't shingles, right? So it was God knows what, maybe an allergy to the moment. I have no idea. Uh, what I am aware of is that I kept asking my body questions and asking it what it required. Um, and I was trying some fun things on it. So I put this really cool spray on it um, called Ormus, it, which has like colloidal minerals in it, essentially. Um, I won't get into Ormus. It's fascinating stuff. And and it started to like alleviate the itch. Awesome. Well, it actually like done some other crazy things to my body this week, which was uh, in the last week. I I often work in the school systems, and one of the things that I do is I get to usually hang out as an educational assistant with kids who have different levels of so-called learning uh, learning challenges, I guess you could say. So I was playing uh, basketball with some some boys who were tweenies and um being the smart ass that I am I wanted to win and um so I went for the ball and I tripped over some little tiny grade 5 and he didn't fall I did and smashed my knees a real good one <laughs> so then my body was like whoa I got this itch I've got these knees and you know what I really wasn't asking my body I wasn't asking my body that morning you know body you know, and even in the moment, um, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to win these, this game of basketball and show these kids up. I was just so tired of um, that day. I just wanted to just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to win and you guys can shut up and we're going to go back to class. And I was just like in a mood. It didn't last very long. Like that mood literally lasted less than a minute. And it was in that minute that this competitive, crazy side of me came out. And bam, my knees. And so part of it was to really check in. Like, who am I being? Because it's so out of my character to actually, A, even play basketball, or B, get competitive about anything, including sports, is like so not interesting to me. I was like, who am I being? And I was tapping into these little kids, for sure, and who knows who else. But I was really not being me, and I was really not listening to what my body desired and required and and I also became aware after the fact, I kind of laughed. I was like, was that the only way, body, that you could get me to not play basketball because you really didn't want to play? And my body was just like, laugh. I'm like, great. So I actually had to smash my knees to not be competitive and play with these kids. I am so cute. So how many brilliant ways do our bodies give us information that we can just stop and go, hey, hey, body, what is that? Would you actually just like to not choose it and choose something else? Yeah, we're so smart. We're going to take this to the next level and look at bodies and sex and copulation and where our bodies, where we're maybe not listening and where we could be listening to our bodies when we come back from this commercial break. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, And I want to just let you guys know about a few things that are out there in the world in case you are not aware of them. Um, there are some really fun things going on that I get to, uh, that I've chosen and I'd like to let you guys know about it. So number one is a friend of mine, Christine McIver, has a really cool thing going on called Up Your Ask. Um, and it's like, Getting us to a place, and it just started today, um, getting to a place where you can actually start to just have really fun asking and receiving from the universe. Um, and as she pointed out, is like receiving is one thing, but you gotta be willing to ask too. So she's got a hundred days of this amazing program on Facebook. If you're on Facebook and you'd like to join us, it's $25 for a hundred days of brilliance. Um, and also, uh, she and my friend Rhonda Burns have an amazing call starting tomorrow. That's Tuesday, May 2nd, called the Advanced Pleasuring Money, which their pleasure, pleasuring money call was crazy fun. It was basically like a party, um, once a week for six weeks. Pretty much this is what I'm thinking is going to show up for this next call, plus a lot more ease with receiving and money and fun. So lots to check out. Um, and yes, if you'd like more information on that and you are my friend on Facebook, 
please uh, send me a message. You can also message me on Instagram if we're friends on Instagram uh, or any other social media or check out my website, melitzajelinek.com. Um, if you don't know how to spell that, this is how you spell it, M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. You can message me via my website and I can get you information. Plus, I have always upcoming classes uh, coming up in the next six, seven months. I got a bars class at least once a month and I've got really fun, this really, really fun class of mine. Um, it's not my class, but it's an access consciousness class that I'll be facilitating called the Access Facelift coming up in June. I have a couple locations for that. So if your body loves to receive yummy, fun, energy, lots of change, lots of ease, lots of tools, um, check out the classes that I'll be facilitating over the next seven or eight months that are already lined up on the Access Consciousness website. Um, that's accessconsciousness.com. And then you can find it under Melitza Jelinek as a facilitator. Um, what else can I tell you? So many fun things going on and so many fun things still to talk about on this show, like, you know, what we were talking about. You know the title. You know it. You're never lies. I just bleep myself because I like to. It's fun. So if you think it went silent for half a second, yes, it did. I just beat myself. So how do you know when your body is communicating with you? I think that's a key question. The answer for that is always, always. Your body is always communicating with you, not just when it has pain, not just when it sneezes, not just when you have to go pee. Your body is constantly communicating with you. Now, the question is, do you have to be constantly like going, hi body, hi body, hi body, hi body? No, like if you'd like to, go for it. I wonder how much awareness that would create if we even spent, say, 37 seconds. And I just choose the 37 seconds because I watched, I watched again for about the 20th time Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Not just because I have a daughter, because I really love that movie. And in it, he says something about 37 seconds. And I was like, oh, 37 seconds. I like it, Mr. Megorium. And so, well, yeah, 37 seconds. What if we just chose to go, hi, body, hi, body, hi, body. Hey, hi, body, for 37 seconds. I wonder what would change. Um, you know, I think maybe, probably, possibly in an entire lifetime, some people have never even said hi to their body. Um, I know this is like a novel concept for a lot of people. So awesome. Probably not if you've listened to this show before or any of these shows on Inspired Choices Network. However, if you're new to this network and this show, then yes, this whole concept of going high to your body might be totally new. So do you require talking back to it constantly? Now, let's just get this scenario. If you've got somebody in your life who talks constantly. Um, they could just get a radio show on this station. That's partly why I have one. It's to kind of give my husband space for me so he doesn't have to hear me talk all the time. It's really improved our relationship, actually, just an FYI. Uh, on a side note, your body is constantly talking. So if it is, just like in a conversation with a person, if they're constantly talking, constantly, constantly giving information, do you actually have to say anything or can you just be present with them and let them say what they have to say? 
So sometimes when you try to interject and a person's like on a ramble, it's it's actually kind of will sometimes it's easier just to let them go on the rant is what I want to say. So you got to check, you know, is now the time to respond? Hey, buddy, what about now? Okay, cool. So your body is constantly, 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 forever communicating with you. That doesn't mean you have to constantly, constantly, constantly go, hi, how are you? What's going on? Because it sounds very much like it could be effortful, and it's not. It's it's actually quite effortless. It's There are times when asking some bigger questions may be a greater contribution. And you can also have, uh, you know, learn to communicate with your body so that you understand the language of your body. Your body's language may seem foreign to you because, you know, growing up, your body's language might actually have been translated by somebody else. So your body's language, you might have done a look on your face that was like, ew, to somebody. But for you, it was like, wow, that was really intriguing. But the person who interpreted your body was like, oh, didn't you like that? It's because there's like a language barrier. People people tend to learn their first language. Everybody's first language is energy, but their next verbal communication language is truly the language that you learn in your home growing up. So the language that we learn about our bodies is also a language that we get usually from our family. So or whoever is your primary caregiver, you're going to learn a language about your body from them. So if you're, for example, if they are indicating to you that certain physical cues equal something, then your language will be like, oh, my body is saying this because that's how I learn to interpret that. Right. So you've been speak even though your body's been speaking Japanese, your family has been translating it into Urdu. And you're like, but that word in Urdu and that word in Japanese mean two totally different things. Um, they might be the same word, however, they mean totally different things to each party, right? So that was a really cool insight, and I'm going to be writing about that at some point because I just had that awareness for the first time here in front of you guys. I just feel like I, I just feel like there was this like thing that just came out of my brain. Um, it was great. So the language of your body is different than anybody else's body. So even if somebody else tries to interpret the language of your body, it's like it's like a dialect unto itself that only you, truly you, can understand that dialect. So it's like practicing your dialect with your body over and over and over again. So if you communicate with your body, your body communicates back with you. You know, and if we allow people from day one as parents or as guardians or whatever, whoever's looking after these children of the world, if we allow them to interpret the energy of what's going on in their body without concluding anything, we can actually gift them with knowing the language of their body so that, excuse me, we aren't interpreting it for them. We're actually allowing them to have full communication and know the language that it's speaking to them. So uh, what a wonderful gift that would be if we would allow um, people's bodies to be able to interpret for them what's true for them rather than, you know, getting out the old information that it doesn't translate correctly. So 
please do always know that you actually know more about your body than anybody knows. You know more about your body than any doctor, than any expert. And if you choose to, you can communicate with your body and, you know, have these check-ins, check in with your body, see what language it's speaking. Hey, what are you speaking? What does that mean? So if your body is, you know, speaking with you and you're like, I don't understand that language, just be present with it because there's an energy that everybody understands. Even if you go to another country um, and you, you're there long enough, even if nobody translates for you, you will pick up the energy of certain things and you will understand the language. It doesn't, you don't have to be a linguist to get that. You can just literally show up and be present to pick up the energy of conversations and have the gist of what's going on for any language. That includes the language of your body. So if you haven't been really present with your body, number one, get present with your body. And how do you do that? Really simple. And one of the things you're going to do is, you know, either put your feet on the floor somewhere get yourself where you're going to have three points of the connection so what does that mean it's like have your bum on the chair your back against the chair your feet on the ground that's three points of connection then from there just really acknowledge acknowledge all your body parts that you are aware of internal organs even just like oh feet look at you you got toenails toes cool noticing and acknowledging is one really great way to start to get present. It doesn't have to be a long meditation type thing, and it can be whatever's fun for you. Um, if you've never done that before, start to truly acknowledge your body so that once you do that, you're aware of what is your body compared to somebody else's body, so you'll know the language of your body is a different sound vibration and tonality than the vibration of somebody else's body. And the more you get familiar with your body and the being present with your body, the more you're going to be able to understand and communicate the language of your body. So when we go to commercial break in a few seconds, I'd love for you guys to get really present with your body so that you can become more aware and more aware of your body and start to have a less of a language barrier and a greater sense of communication with your body. So let's head to break and you guys can become more and more connected to your body and aware of it. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. 
The Barnes is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yanich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and today the topic is Your Pussy Never Lies. And we're actually going to get to those body parts in this section of the show. So as we like touched on in the last section was about really that our bodies all have their own form of communication. And it's like your body communicates different than anyone else's. So how do you know if your body is actually attracted to somebody or something. So a lot of people's initial reaction to attraction is usually there's like a visual cue, an energetic cue. There's something going on where there's something that has your body uh, or your heartbeat start to increase. You know, your eyes might get dilated and you get all excited and you're like, ooh, yummy, that person is so attractive. Um, and the thing is, there can be a physical look that you find attractive and then there can be an energetic um, sense that you also find attractive. One of the things is that when your body never lies, it's like if you if you actually go up to that body, you can even, you know, if you happen to be able to touch the body, like if this is, say you're in a scenario where you're about to copulate, and you haven't asked anything because, you know, you're just like unconsciously like so horny that you can't even like handle yourself. So you're just like, all right, I'm in. Um, and instead of like asking the 500 questions that I've mentioned on many other shows um, and you're just diving in there, maybe you're muff diving, I'm not sure, whatever you're choosing, um, you know, you might find that your body is like could be recoiling, right? So what is that, right? So looking at what your body is doing, how it's moving, how it's reacting, um, you know, in your head and in your heart, you might be like, oh, this person's wonderful. I don't, what's the issue? I don't get it. Oh, this person's so handsome. This woman's so gorgeous. Like, what? but your body is actually repelled. And it's not that you don't find them attractive. You can even look at them and go, wow, they're attractive. They're sexy. They're yummy. They're awesome. And your body's recoiling. What is that? So be aware. Pay attention. Your body might actually be aware of something. 
your body might be really, really smart. I'm just saying it's possible. Your body might know that, you know, maybe it has a capacity to heal other bodies and that copulating with this person might you know, have you feel yucky or something might go on. Maybe your body's going to heal their body and then they walk away and you're like, but uh, but I but I feel abandoned. You know, your body might be aware of something that might not even show up in your life for 10 years down the road, but, you know, you really got to start to pay attention to the cues that your body is giving you. Um, those little... You know, when it tries to jump in and get a little louder and go, hey, hey, pay attention to me. Something like recoiling is definitely one of them. And men's bodies can recoil too. Like their penis can recoil. Like literally it's like afraid to come out. Um, I know that I, I have done that to men in the past. It's like if I actually remember having a partner in my 20s and it wasn't until probably a few years ago that I realized that what I was doing was that even though he was he was kind, he was interesting enough, he was good looking enough, like there was all kinds of things like it was fine, it was but there was something about it that just wasn't it didn't spark me, it didn't like make me really excited to be alive, right? So my body would recoil and I wouldn't listen. And and then if and then if his body didn't respond to my recoiling and he was still like horny, I could literally send an energy that would kill his erection. So I'm wondering if for guys listening out there if you are listening, if you if you're if you think you've got like erectile issues or erectile dysfunction of any kind, um in my office that I work with with my mom, one of the first people that ever came for a session when I was just starting to train with her about 10 years ago um, in this other work I do, although I've been doing this work for 20 years, um, was a fellow who was like very shy about it. And he wouldn't actually name it. He he was just like, do you ever deal with um, personal issues? And my mom said nothing. And then, and then he was like, you know, like say sexual stuff and then my mom still said nothing and then I was just like you mean erectile dysfunction maybe we can do something for erectile dysfunction I just I didn't have a point of view about blurting it out in front of him Um, but what it really came down to was energetically like his wife uh, had just had a baby her body was in rough shape she was really tired um, and it's not that she didn't love him, it's that her body couldn't receive uh, copulation from him right then. So so in response, his body was not turned on, right? It's It's really amazing that some bodies are just so kind that they will not get turned on because they'd like to be with another body that is turned on. Some bodies don't seem to care, but some bodies who are really super kind will actually um, create either like like an erectile dysfunction when they don't want to be mean um, or they don't want to push a person or they're, or they're just responding to um, the woman energetically who is sending daggers. That can be part of it too. So, or the man, whoever it is that's, you know, reacting to the erection. So 
I would really, really encourage you to not go into judgment of your body if it does recoil, for one. Um, your body's not lying to you. So if your body is not having um, an erection, for example, for men, um, start to ask, like, ask some questions energetically, like, you know, would it be a kindness to actually copulate with this person? And and you might notice that it's actually not a kindness to copulate with them. So your body is is choosing to um, to not go there. You know, because some sometimes what'll show up too is women have this funny tendency, less and less so. But you know, there was this funny tendency, like there's an erection in the room. And a lot of women will have this thing where they think they've got to look after that. There's an erection. It's my duty to get on that and ride it until it's satisfied. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just friends of mine. I don't know. But And we're all becoming a little more aware. So it's like there's an erection in the room. It's okay. It's okay that he's turned on. You don't actually have to copulate with every erect penis. It's funny, but it's true. You don't have to actually copulate with every erect penis. And guys, you don't actually have to copulate with every wet pussy. I know. Crazy, right? There's a wet pussy in the room. You don't have to copulate with it. I know. This is a foreign, foreign concept. And most of us think that it's like, oh, that body's turned on. We should do something about that. You know, there's an emergency. We need to look after this. Call in the resources. All right, here they come. Here comes the wet pussy for the hard, hard penis. Okay, let's go. Take care of this immediately. This is an emergency. I've been watching a lot of Stingray, so I love the announcements for the Stingray marionette show. Anyway, if you don't know it, check it out because it's insane. And if there is an emergency, it's probably not a sexual one. So I'm just saying, um, if the penis is erect, awesome, let it be. If the pussy is wet, let it be, awesome. And then start asking some questions, you know, because um, pretty much I'm constantly wet. I don't know. It's it's just like, I like life, I guess. It's whatever. So it's not like I'm, and then sometimes when my body's really turned on, it will do the exact opposite. It will get like dry. So, who knows? Body's very funny, and it's not to judge it. So, you might have opposite reactions. You might be like, wow, I'm so turned on, and yet I'm dry. What the hell's going on? You might actually have so much energy running in your body and so much heat running in your body that you will literally dry yourself out. So, and it's not forever. And guess what? Lube was invented. So, it's pay attention to these things. It's not that they are the only cues, right? So for women out there who are going through menopause, I've heard a lot of people complain, you know, that they're like, oh, you know, I got the, my vagina is drying up or something like it's it's not necessarily um, the have to. That doesn't mean that your body has to dry up or that because you're turned on, you have to be wet. So those are not like have-tos. It's that what is the language of your body? So you could still be horny and have a dry vagina. That's not a wrongness. And if your body would like to copulate and you have a dry vagina, 
not a wrongness. The thing is, your body doesn't actually lie. If your body's turned on, it's turned on. And if your vagina is dry, then you got to ask what else is possible. But if you know your body and your body literally is like, you know, never does the dry up thing. And then all of a sudden it's like drying up in front of somebody and you're like, what is this? How come I can't copulate with this person? Um, you might want to check on that because maybe your body doesn't really want to. So, so honor it is essentially what this whole conversation for me peeing my pants as a little kid to having dry vaginas possibly when you're older, which is not required and it's not a must. Some people choose it. Some people don't. Um, honor your body. Really listen to it. Communicate with it. Allow yourself to receive information from it. So, okay, cool. Maybe you have a drier vagina. Maybe your body really likes to have, um, you know, lube added to it. Maybe it would like try different lubes. Maybe your body's like super curious and fun and likes to try out new things with different stuff. Like you, you just have to know that your body will not lie to you though. Your body will definitely be turned on. So even your vagina can be turned on and doesn't mean it's going to be slippery, you know, when wet. It just means that it's going to be, you know, turned on. And what else is required? You might have a body like mine where it's like you got to kind of poke around inside a bit for a bit because up there up high, there's some really great juicy stuff happening. And it doesn't mean that it's always on the surface level because I'm a deep girl. You just kind of kind of go inside of it and kind of get a little deeper, right? So um, there are other bodies like that too. You could be turned on in the deep level and you just got to get in there. So check that and be gentle with the bodies. And also, if a body is is dry, you got to ask, you know, would it like to copulate? Maybe not. Maybe it would actually like some oral action first to get it a little wet. Maybe that would be the more fun thing to do. So then your body might be like, woohoo, that's what I wanted. I wanted some spit. That's the kind of lube I was looking for. And awesome. So listen to your body because it knows everything that you require to know about it. So let's, on that note, head to break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? 
This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight's topic was, is and was and called Your Pussy Never Lies. Neither does your penis, neither does your bladder. Actually, your body itself just never lies. It's a matter of knowing what it's saying to you. So when it comes to sex, especially when it comes to sex and copulation, um, because that involves your body, I'd really like you to start to pay attention to what your cues are for your body being um, excited, happy, and turned on. Not just your brain. Like, lots of brains will be like, oh, that's attractive. Um, And your body recoils. So, like, be aware of that. And, And then to continue to ask questions because your body can be recoiling, um, and that could be an energy that's so totally foreign to you that you've never experienced, but may actually be an energy that would change your entire life. So if you if you have this thing where you're like, oh, I just, oh, I just recoiled, I must not like that person, um, please still do ask some questions because even though your body does recoil, um, and it may recoil again and again. If you get, okay, your body is really truly saying no to that person, listen to it. If your body is kind of doing a recoil and you're like, what is that? And then you're like, oh, that's an energy I'm not familiar with. Cool. Is that an energy that would be a contribution to you? And it's like, yeah, then choose it. If it's like, no, then don't choose it. Just be aware that you're aware. And if you are choosing it, I wonder what that will actually create for your body to receive an energy that's so totally different to you that you've never experienced. If you're a person who's had like a lot of abuse in your life or neglect or um, where you're feeling like uh, not connected or not loved or been abused and you've got all these things going on where all that's all that you're ever experienced, those are the only energies you're aware of, that when somebody who's truly kind comes into your life and is in your presence or, you know, hugs your body, touches your body or, um, you know, copulates with you, you might at first be like, oh, or they might even, you know, you might have a very adverse reaction to them at first, like, oh, they're so, oh, 
you know, because it's so foreign, it's so different. The energy is so different that it's like you can almost not compute it to how does that fit into your life. So what if you don't have to compute it? What if you can just ask a lot of questions about, okay, will choosing this contribute to my life? You know, even if your your pussy is saying, yes, 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 um, and the rest of your body is like, what the hell? Um, you got to ask, is there something in that that you're, you know, your pussy requires because then you can, you know, you can get the rest of the body on board. Sometimes it's like your pussy will be like, no, no, no. And the rest of your body will be yes, yes, yes. So then just allow the rest of your body to receive. And the thing is, you don't actually have to copulate with somebody to receive from them. You could hug them and receive. You can even hug them and receive in your vajayjay. Yes, you can. I actually found that out very uh, pretty young in life well young I don't know I was in my 20s when I became aware that you could you could actually have an orgasm kissing which was amazing for me um, and then later found out that you can actually have the same energy of orgasm um, and, and like climax just by hugging somebody who is um, an energy that's willing to contribute to that so you're you know, your bodies are amazing and they don't lie to you. So if your body is turned on happy and even if it does like recoil a little bit, just ask some questions because it may be something that your body is asking for. You could even have these mixed things where you're recoiling and intrigued at the same time and it's kind of like light and heavy at the same time. So definitely ask more questions about all of it. And even when your pussy's wet, just... Your pussy's not lying to you. It's wet. It's saying, yep, I'm turned on. But it may not actually require a desire copulation. It just might like be, hey, I'm going to walk around this lifetime and be wet because I like it and it's fun. And it's more fun to be turned on than not turned on. So I, I'm choosing that. And and the funnest part is, is it's all choice. So even if you are turned on, you don't have to act on that, right? Right, folks? Just because there's a wet vagina in the room does not mean that it has to be penetrated. And just because there's an erect penis in the room does not mean that it needs to be put into anything. Mouths or bums or vaginas or whatever. It can just be walking around with an erection. How wonderful is that? I would love to see the world just like, you know, be able to listen to their body have their bodies truly acknowledge that their bodies aren't lying to them and that they're like walking around turned on and hey, it's cool that the whole world's walking around with, you know, wet vaginas and erections. I think that would be a beautiful world. And you could just walk by and hey, that's cool. A person's turned on. Wicked. And, you know, doesn't really matter if if you're, you know, feeling awkward about it because your body is is just communicating with you through wetness, through erections, through recoiling all of it. So I look forward to having you guys back on this show next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.